I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, journaling in December, and an inspiring book, especially in the winter months. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 481, Slowly December. It was a toss-up, which show I would record first, this one or the ornaments one. I went with the ornaments, as you know, if you heard the previous episode. After finishing that show, I turned on the lights on the tree, and I wanted to come back and say, Having it up all year in no way made it less special. And with the lights on, it is warm and bright and magical. I always think most people have trees and ornaments. Where I am, people celebrate multiple things in many families and households. So I just oftentimes think most people do this. And of course, that isn't true. I think some people have been puzzled even listening to me wax on about ornaments. We share so much as people, so many things are similar, and yet sometimes we share so little. Always interesting when things that we don't expect to stand out seem to stand out. I wanted to get this show recorded before the as I think of it, the avalanche of December, before details and diagnoses and tests and test results and all of these things right now, verdicts, before all of these things take over. I didn't push quite fast enough to beat some of those realities. And so there are new weights, new realities, new things scheduled, new fears. The tally marks are different this year, The content is different, and yet this also feels, sadly, this feels like part of December to me. But other things are going on, too. There will be good. Family is coming. There will be, I hope, merry and bright, music in the air, a walk or two, lights to see, many, many, many more Hallmark and Lifetime movies to watch at night while the hours pass. So today... Today, I want to talk about a book, and I just want to talk a little bit in general about December. Slowly December is what I went with when I decided what to call this show. Usually whatever I call it comes from whatever I say, what I plan to talk about, the notes I've prepared, and I didn't have something that really jumped out this time, but maybe it is this unwritten but now spoken wish that we have the opportunity to slow down and that we take that opportunity to slow down and to be in the present and to observe it, live it, and maybe make a note of it. I hope that you are enjoying your days and finding time to record something each day, even just one. I know people get busy and rushed, and stressed, and in a hurry. But there is time in there where things can be jotted down. 
Use post-it notes or index cards or type a line a day into a Notion database or an Evernote file or a Google Doc or a Google Sheet. Use the back of receipts, the back of envelopes that you've already opened. Just a note. The days pass quickly and sometimes in a blur. Telling ourselves it is impossible to take the five minutes to make a note, and really a note might take 15 seconds. But telling ourselves that we don't have the five minutes, it is a story we tell. And we tell it well. We tell it in a way that makes us believe that that is true, that there really is not a single accumulated set of seconds that make five minutes or a single five-minute block that we could use differently. We tell this story to others about ourselves and to ourselves in a way that becomes what we think is the reality for our days. It doesn't mean that we are not busy. We are. Everyone is busy in different ways and to different degrees, but it doesn't have to mean that you absolutely don't have time to make a note. We can probably all find five minutes. You don't have to draw. You don't need to make art. You don't need to post or share the note you make. That's a story too. You don't have to share every note you make. So make a note. You don't need to overthink it. It doesn't have to be the most important note in the day. Sometimes that's harder, but sometimes it's important to just jot down something regular something quotidian, just a note. What pops into your head when you sit down and ask yourself, what now? Or what just happened? Or what next? Or how do I feel? What did I do today? What did the kids do today? Who did I talk to today? Or who did I hear from? What do I need to do? You don't need to answer all of those questions. Just one. Does an answer pop up for one? So that's the really low-pressure nudge. That's the low-pressure nudge today. I know how much time I spend playing a phone game in my margins when I'm finally done with my long day of work. I definitely spend a good chunk of time mindlessly on a game. I know how many hours I've spent comparing hundreds of similar products online. Hundreds. Ridiculous. Trying to find the right this or that, the right storage basket, or the right this or that, that will be the best use of, I don't know, $13. Wasted time. The low pressure nudge is just to jot something down, to find those five minutes, take them back. Low stress, no expectations of yourself other than the note. The backdoor approach to this is to keep a running to-do list. And as you check things off, just jot in details here and there or just the dates. Just checking it off is a note. It shows that something was done and in the context, in the chronology. Lists can certainly hold records too. So that's the nudge. That's all the really simple, just sort of do it. And some of you really just need that nudge because I see the overwhelm. And it doesn't mean I don't fall prey to this myself. We all have different ways of dealing with however the days unfold. But there is a flip side. There is another nudge for some of you who need another nudge. Because in the last show, I did talk about December being a really good month 
to try illustrated journaling. And I think that is true. And that can take so many different shapes. It can fit into so many different spaces, into so many different containers, into so many different styles. Many people do an illustrated journal that captures each day, day by day, and you can certainly do it that way. You can take the flexibility that a week at a time, what I call illustrate your week, a week at a time, there's flexibility to fill in pages throughout the week. You can work it into other journals and logs you already keep, like a bullet journal or a planner. There are lots of day-by-day examples out there for sure. The Hobonicha community is full of people who do a page a day and they illustrate that page. They keep both written notes and lists and they illustrate it. And it is day-by-day. And there are many people who use a calendar format and fill in one illustration to represent each day, a gridded calendar format. And that is always incredibly beautiful. There are people in our group who have done this for years, like Pam. And then there are other people who do this that I follow at Instagram and online. And they record something each day in a box on a calendar. And it's a really wonderful project. If you are really agile in your ability to draw or paint whatever might come up from the day, it can be such a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful daily ritual and creative practice, a beautiful keepsake and record of days. It's not how I do it, and there are just lots of ways to do it. So many ways to do it, truly. And I always think the best thing is to not get hung up on how other people do it. I know it's hard. I know. It's hard not to compare. It's hard not to see how people do something and think, that's exactly what I want to be able to do. But yours will look different. I think it's important to feel your way into the process and find your way of doing it. Sketchbook, calendar, bullet journal, A6, A5, A3, A4, B6, Hobonichi, watercolor paper, marker paper, Tomoe River, drawing pads, index cards, homemade books, a composition book, a spiral notebook, a pile of envelopes, a pile of paper folded in half and stapled in the middle. All of these things can work. What matters first and most is the recording of things. Finding the perfect container isn't required, isn't necessary. You don't need to spend hours and hours scrolling things and comparing weights and grams and sizes and inches. You just don't need to do it. I'm so bad about falling into those patterns about anything I need. Don't do it. Don't do it about your sketchbook or your journal or your illustrated journal. Just don't do it. Find a notebook that you already have and use it. Or just pick up a yellow sticky notepad. It's mid-month now. And yet, from the very beginning of December, I have said that I think December is a good month to try this project, this process, this combination of daily notes and illustration. I think any month is a great month. I think you can start at any time. But in my head, I kept thinking, people will say that no, they can't do this in December because they are too busy. There is too much going on. And yet, All of those things going on are so wonderful to record. 
I think December's a good month to start. Several people have mentioned to me that they are waiting until January to even think about this kind of project. And I completely understand. I know people like to start on day one. I know people like to start on January one. I also understand the pressure that starting some things on January one poses. And I think if you give yourself a little warm up time to get used to something or see how you feel about it, and then you start your official, your real official thing, your formal thing, if that's how you think about it on January one, it can be more comfortable, less pressure oriented. You've already eased yourself into the mindset. You know what the process is sort of like. I did that last year with the stitch journal that I wanted to do for 2022. And I haven't talked about it in a long time. I did not complete it, although it was really hard for me to let it go as a project this year. But it was important last December that I tried it out. I wasn't sure if I could do it or if I would like it. So I tried it out just a little bit so that when I committed to it to myself for January and for this year, I knew what that meant. Ultimately, keeping a journal, illustrated or not, should not be something that you feel pressured by or pressured about or pressured to make look a certain way. In the best case scenario, it just becomes a part of your day, a part of how you live your day and live your life, document your days, record your life, part of your creative life. Journals really are so personal. And while there are models and people you can follow and look at for inspiration, there is no single way to keep a journal no single way to keep an illustrated journal. If your journal sort of seems kind of like a sketch note and kind of like a journal and kind of like a group of drawings and kind of like this or that, it is absolutely okay. My illustrated journals are all of those things. You don't have to have the right word or the right phrase or a specific layout or a specific pen or a specific approach to color or black and white. You don't have to have a specific lifestyle. You don't have to have a life that you think other people would think is exciting or glamorous, always on the go, important, whatever. Your journal is for you. Your journal comes from you and your life as it is. You don't need any of those special things, any of those perfect things, and you are not set in stone with whatever you start with. Whatever you try on day one or for one week doesn't have to continue that way. Your handwriting doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need a degree in calligraphy. You just need a life. You just need a life, your life, and an interest in slowing down just a bit to record some of it. So I hope you think about it. Your decision to keep an illustrated journal or not isn't something that I benefit from directly. It is simply something I want to share. So my encouragement to you, my nudging is really that. I want to empower you to try it for yourself. I am the art. The art is me. And you know what? I'm going to break right here. I did not plan it this way. I do have a book to talk about. And yet... I think this is long enough to just stand on its own. I'm going to go ahead and stop episode 481, put this out, 
And the next show will be about the book and we'll just follow, pick up right from here in some ways. So we'll leave it at that. This show is really just an encouragement to make a note in December and to slow down. As always, I'm Amy and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. You'll find me as oamyoamy at Instagram, and I share hashtag illustrate your week there on Sundays. We are entering the final two weeks of the year, and there have been several years of me doing this now, but it always feels like an accomplishment to reach the end of a year as we do this countdown. So you will find those prompts every Sunday. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidless. Thank you to those of you who support the show in any way. And I hope that you are having a good December and I have more thoughts on that in the next show. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you and don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.